It is 6.09. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. It is Trump Day, Valentine's Day. Shaka, shaka, boom, boom. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Why? Who needs luck? Well, I have skill. <laughs> that's uh, that's not going to get you anywhere. But anyway. You're supposed to hit the rim shot. Is that, uh, I have skill. Sorry. Thanks. I'm, I'm still knocking the sleep out of my eyes, even though it's been three hours. Uh, Gross. Three, what? Three hours, three things. See, three things that I think you need to know. Number one, Allie Miller puts it out there, a 76-page document. I believe it's 76 pages. It's, uh, it's, a, long, it's a long document. It took a little while to load up. Um, I got my hands on this, and uh, it's the Worldview Balloon explosion right she's calling for an investigation everything else and she put a ridiculous amount of pictures good a ridiculous amount of pictures showing the kind of damage that was done when the worldview balloon exploded uh back in december and uh it basically mocks and throws out chuck huckleberry the pima county administrator's uh wording of it was just surface stuff. The $200,000 in damage is just surface and blah, blah. Dude, there's like parts of ceiling. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at these pictures. Uh, there's there's like foundational structure, you know, and th- things that, I mean, cracks in, in the ceiling. I mean, all kinds of stuff that is just damage. This is a dangerous thing. And, and Chuck's trying to downplay it as if it's, it's just some, just some uh, surface things that were done for $200,000 worth of damage. I'll put the... Uh, I'll, I'll put the entire report with the pictures on my Facebook page. You have to just follow and like me uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Second thing that I think you need to know, oh, baby, a second judge, an Obama appointee has said, you know what? You can't end DACA, Trump. You have to keep it going. It literally makes no sense. The judge ruled Attorney General Jeff Sessions, remember he made the announcement, had, quote, erred in concluding that DACA is unconstitutional, end quote. Uh, It was created by the president. The president doesn't create legislation. Congress does that. Thus, it is unconstitutional. Are you out of your mind? How is this guy a judge? He's activist judges, man. That's why it's good Trump's there. He's... He is loading the bench, by the way, with a bunch of uh, conservative federal judges. Uh, it, you know, he, he's, he's appointed more than anybody ever has in the first year. What? We've seen more of them. No, no, not Supreme Court. No, oh. I'm talking all over. So anyway, this is why this is why elections have you know they really mean a lot. They really mean a lot. Uh, we'll get to that. Third thing, I think you need to know is the U.S. Chamber of Commerce sent out a letter. Threatening Congress, you better let cheap labor get in here, basically. You better not crack down on illegal immigration. That, that's basically the letter. We, you better let our, our members import cheap labor. It was a vote alert letter. I'll put that on my Facebook page as well. A vote, yeah, key vote alert. We'll get to that. Uh, three things I think you need to know. And that's important, by the way. Because who is running for Congress right here in Tucson? Leah Marquez Peterson, right? Leah Marquez Peterson. 
And she is the head honcho of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Right? She believes the same thing. Chamber of Commerce is Chamber of Commerce. This is their letter from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce to the members of the United States Senate. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce, which has long called on Congress to fix America's badly broken immigration system. By the way, by uh, granting amnesty, flooding the country with cheap labor, <clears throat> keeping wages down. That's what it is. Uh, the, the Commerce is encouraged. The Senate is considering H.R. 2579 as a vehicle for immigration reform that includes a solution for dreamers. The chamber urged the Senate to seize this bipartisan opportunity. Uh, you ready for this? As the Senate begins consideration of amendments, the chamber takes this opportunity to highlight several priorities. The chamber may include votes on or in relation to amendments addressing these priorities in our annual How They Vote scorecard. So we're going to let businesses know exactly what you did. You better do it our way. I mean, they're, they're just like any, any group they're throwing down, right? Permanent relief for dreamers is what they want. The Senate should provide permanent legislative relief uh, for dreamers as long as they follow rules, blah, blah. They will not be deported and they will continue to work or continue their education. Great. More cheap labor. More people in the workforce to drive down labor costs. Permanent relief for long-term TPS beneficiaries, the temporary protected status. Get them here too. Ready for this? No reduction in legal immigration. A functioning immigration system, they write, should promote legal immigration, not discourage it. Chamber supports reprioritizing how visas are allocated to better meet domestic, economic, and workforce needs, but strongly opposes any reduction in legal immigration. And they lie and say reduction in legal immigration will hinder overall economic growth <laughs> uh-huh. and encourage additional illegal immigration. Really? But if the wall's there, it ain't going to happen anyway. Uh, bolstering border security? Sure. Sure. We were, Chamber supports responsible border security. Believe such measures are critical. What, well, like what? They didn't. What's responsible? Uh, workable agricultural guest worker and e-verify. We support a mandatory e-verify system. Okay, at least you have that. And that's it. That's it. The threats are there. We're going to let people know if you vote against this stuff. Bring it. This is the Chamber of Commerce, and again, this is exactly what uh, Leah Marquez Peterson is. It's what she is about. Uh, cheap labor, no border wall. She doesn't want that stuff. But the, the, the fact that she sat here and played dumb. Yeah. When I asked her what it, you know, chain migration, should we end it? What what is that? Are you Eddie? Insulting the intelligence of of a lot of people. By the way, uh, just a reason four thousand eight hundred ninety five that we need a wall. A North Carolina three-year-old riding in an ambulance for hours, by the way, for hours. The ambulance picked this child up and, and his mother to take uh, to a hospital. One story said this for hours. Anyway, he was about to, uh, he was going to a hospital for an undisclosed medical emergency, a three-year-old. An illegal alien was drunker than drunk, rammed the ambulance caused it to roll over. The three-year-old child was killed. Jose Martin Duran Romero, 27, 
allegedly crashed his car into the side of an ambulance in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, early Sunday. Three-year-old boy was inside along with his mother. They were being transported to a local hospital. Child was killed. Three, three years old. Three. His mother received non-life-threatening injuries. The driver of the ambulance and a paramedic suffered minor injuries. The three-year-old was killed. This guy was so drunk that two hours after the crash, he was given a breathalyzer, and he registered more than two times the legal limit for driving under the influence. He tried to escape, but a good Samaritan tackled him. He didn't even realize that he crashed into an ambulance. He was so drunk. Court documents say a witness said uh, the illegal alien had bloodshot, glassy eyes, slurred speech, looked grossly impaired. He was so drunk he couldn't even sign his name on court documents. And he's here illegally and he has no driver's license. Yes. Uh, reason five million. Five million. That we need a border wall. Big, beautiful border wall. An illegal alien deported three times in the last three months. A Mexican national who's been deported three times in the last three months has pleaded guilty to possession and intent to distribute $400,000 worth of crystal meth to an undercover agent. Mexico sending over their best and brightest, right? They're sending drugs across the border. Oh, Trump, you're a racist. Yes. According to court documents, Sal, Saul Bustos Bustos, that's the dude's name. Saul Bustos Bustos, 38. And Irapen Salgado, 24, drove a meth mobile with $560,000 worth of crystal meth to an IHOP in Hialeah, Florida. They went to meet a customer. Customer's undercover officer negotiated a deal to buy $400,000 worth of the meth. They followed him to a warehouse in Atlanta, Georgia. The agent accompanied him, actually. Uh, as soon as Bustos Bustos and the other one unloaded the paraphernalia from the vehicle into the agent's box, they were arrested. Um, according to court documents, Bustos admitted to re-entering the U.S. after being deported April 13th, July 6th, and July 19th in 2017. Imagine that. I mean, within two weeks, he came into this country three times. He was deported July 6th, July 19th. Right? I mean, holy smokes. Uh, so, yeah, we don't need a wall, right? Where Where is Jeff Flake? I love Jeff Flake to talk to the mother of the three-year-old that was killed, by the way. And John McCain. Where Where are these two clowns? Go tell that mother. I mean, you don't even have the guts to call Marianne Mendoza. Who, by the way, uh, two days ago was her son's birthday, Brandon Mendoza. Um, I'd love to find out if, uh, what am I saying? It Busto? I don't care. It's I know you didn't care. That's to me, I it's funny. Bustos, it. bustos. Like, butros, butros, galley. Anyway, I'd love to see Jeff Lake talk to this mother and explain to her, you know, why we need a program where we just legalize everybody. Because remember, uh, according to documents that I've read about this, this the, the uh, illegal alien driving into the ambulance killing the three-year-old, I don't believe he had any previous rap sheet, so he'd probably fall under the whole amnesty thing now, wouldn't he? Yeah. It's, uh, it's terrible. It is, it's disgusting, actually. So, we have that. 
the chamber making these threats, all this stuff going on. You got to be kidding me. Um, all right. Uh, the NBA celebrating Black History Month because it's February. It's what you do, right? It's Heart Health Month. It's Black History Month. It's all, you know, everything. There's, there's so many things in every month, right? Uh, one lunatic NBA coach goes off on America when asked about Black History Month. I mean, does he not see what happened to the NFL? He, 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 doesn't, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. They live in their own little bubbles. Uh, I will explain this to you. You'll he, Wait till you hear what this guy says. It is coming up in six minutes. 622 Morning Ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. All right, it's 629. Thanks for hanging out on this Trump Day. Happy Valentine's Day. 54 outside now. 67 today with showers on the horizon, most likely uh, this afternoon. Yep. Uh, slight chance of showers. Uh, or more of a chance of showers tomorrow as well. Uh, and then slight chance for Friday. Saturday and Sunday look clear right now. So once again, the weather has already changed. But they could predict the temperature with climate change and global warming. Anyway, it's like a broken record. So uh, I just put on my Facebook page the story about the uh, Chamber of Commerce. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow, please. And I'm about to tweet it out as well, at Garrett Lewis. And, uh, and then you can get caught up on all this stuff as the show happens. All right, Greg Popovich. He and Steve Kerr are two absolute lunatics, and they coach NBA teams. Yes, U of A's, two, uh, U of A's Steve Kerr coach the Golden State Warriors. Whatever. Um, I want you to hear Greg Popovich, number 18, number 18, uh, Greg Popovich was asked about the NBA celebrating black history month. I mean, why not? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, what, what, do you, what do you think about that? What if a what kind of a dumb question? Who, who asked the sports reporters, man? I mean, just a bunch of dopes. Uh, so anyway, uh, Popovich is out yesterday, blah, blah, blah. Um, he was asked why it's important. Hey, Greg, why it's, why is it important for the league to celebrate black history month? And this is what he said. Here we go. You know, we live in a racist country oh. that hasn't figured it out yet. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, the league is, uh, made up of, uh, a lot of black guys, you know, so to honor that and understand it is pretty simplistic. Uh, oh. how would you ignore that? But more importantly, you know, we live in a racist country that hasn't figured it out yet. And it's always. Mm. Thanks. We live in a racist country. There you go. We live in a racist country. Okay. That's just, that's just great. Uh, NBA. You want to watch, right? I mean, NBA, NFL. They're all really stupid. I mean, they might have these ideas, and they're fine to have them, but why would you want to rag on possible consumers, right? That's like if you own a pizza place. I always go back to food. You can do whatever you want. But if you have Obama sucks signs and all these anti-Democrat stuff all over the place, it's going to hurt your business. And you can do what you want. Don't get me wrong. But it's going to hurt your business. These guys just don't care. Right? They don't care at all. Uh, anyway, uh, there's more. I'll get to the latest, by the way. Do you think there's going to be a deal in the Senate? I mean, Friday's the day. Friday's the day. Will there be a deal for uh, DACA and the illegal, alien, and illegal aliens and the Dreamers and everybody? Uh, I don't think so. 
But you know who uh, who already, I mean, this is really incredible stuff. I think it might be a great strategy by the Trumpster. Chuck Schumer has already thrown cold water on this. Wait, did you hear about this, what he said yesterday, what he will and will not talk about when it comes to this? I will get that to you coming up right now at 632 on KNST. Here's Fox. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, hello. Hi. How you doing? Everything good? You happy? Six, uh, 639. Yes, you are. White wedding. We're going to do um, strange Valentine's Day rejoiners. Well, sick and twisted and because that's what we are. Right? You get it. You I get am. it. I'm not scared of Valentine's Day. I didn't buy my wife anything. Wow. I'm good like that. I mind tricked her, dude. Right. I did. I was like, hey, you know what? We shouldn't just... Why are we spending money on this? You know, I mean, every day I love you instead. Not just one. And she's like, you know, you're right. Don't, That's let's not never get anything. good enough. Oh, it was great. Because <laughs> I bought her some stuff. Anyways, and she got mad at me. <laughs> See, it takes off the expectations of what to get her. When you say, we're not going to get each other anything, whatever you get her, she's going to get mad at you anyways, and you already know it. So no expectations, no need for diamonds or roses or chocolates or anything like that. You just get her whatever, and uh, you're in the doghouse regardless. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. You got to get in the doghouse quickly by Ryan. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, my God. And it works. Uh, Allie Miller has released, and I will put this on my Facebook page and I will tweet it out. Uh, she's released like a 74-page uh, document. Uh, a lot of it is pictures with all the damage done to the Worldview Enterprise building uh, thanks to, uh, and, and buildings that area, thanks to their explosion back in December that Chuck Huckleberry, the PMA County Administrator, downplayed as Surface damage. Surface damage. Surface damage? It was $200,000 apparently worth of damage. Surface damage? So she wants a full review of everything. Why this happened, the, the damage, everything. Damages to surrounding properties, you name it. So uh, I will put that on there so you can see the pictures for yourself. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Chamber of Commerce has shown their true colors, firing off a threatening letter to Congress saying, uh, you better pass some immigration reform that doesn't cut down any legal immigration and lets us continue to deport cheap labor. And if you don't, we're going to let our, uh, our, our members know how you voted. Wow, Chamber of Commerce. They love America, don't they? We love America. We Chamber of Commerce. Yes, yes, yes. We love it. We love it. Yes, yes, yes. Third thing I think you need to know, a DACA, a DACA, a DACA is going to live again, according to a judge. I don't get it. This judge was uh, is an Obama appointee, second judge, ruling against Trump ending DACA. Uh, this judge in New York, Judge U.S. District Judge Nicholas Garifuis, again, Obama appointed him, says Jeff Sessions had erred in concluding that DACA is unconstitutional. How are you a judge? The executive branch can't just make law. It has to go to Congress. It is unconstitutional. This, well, not in his warped, twisted, um, biased mind. Uh, what a disgrace. Three things that I think you need to know. 
now I have some news for you about this whole situation. The latest on um, this immigration talk, the immigration debate going on in the Senate. I, nothing is going to happen, by the way. I'm just letting you know right now. Um, nothing. I mean, John McCain's stupid bill of we're going to we're going to pay for a study to figure out what's going on at the border. If you can't figure that out, you've been a senator since, what, 1986, you shouldn't be a senator anymore. Um, we're not, we're going to give and we're going to pathway to citizenship for all the illegals and we're going to have a study done. Yeah. What do you I mean? Are you high? You think it's going to work? Uh, Axios is reporting uh, that Trump. A senior administration official said Tuesday night Trump will veto any bill that doesn't advance his common sense immigration reforms. They said this is a hardening of the White House bargaining position as the Senate begins an epic debate. Well, good. There you go. Does that make you feel a little bit better? Right? Make it just just a little bit better. Um, Now, Chuck Schumer basically stopped it all. This is going to backfire. I think this is going to backfire on the Dems. They're not used to losing. The public debate, they're not used to losing. They're not used to dealing with actual Republicans that know how to negotiate and win, which is what Trump does. Right? Uh, Chuck Schumer pretty much shut down the talks. He pretty much did that. Uh, Chuck Schumer came out and said, um, Democrats will only discuss amnesty for DAC illegal aliens and border security. That's it. That's what we're going to do. Uh, nothing else. We are we are just going to we're going to do just that. There's no other talks. You think Americans are going to like that? By the way, you think that makes a lot of sense? Chuck Schumer's trying to get out of this. Only amnesty DACA. Only amnesty for DACA illegal aliens and border security. No E-Verify. No ending chain migration, no ending the visa, uh, visa diversity lottery. He already threw down. So apparently there's never going to be any kind of a, uh, of a bill. Just the way it is. That's Chuck Schumer. He's already thrown water on this. Wow. All right, so that was, I mean, that was fast, right? That was fast. So nothing's going to happen. Uh, Florida Democrat Bill Nelson said when asked about the criticism that Democrats and bipartisan negotiations have yet to produce a deal of 60 votes, he said it's amazing how magically suddenly things disappear. Uh-huh. Um, but Schumer said, all of a sudden Schumer said that. Right? All of a sudden they start yelling at each other. Uh, what happened is McConnell wanted to consider an amendment that would have dealt with sanctuary cities. And Chuck Schumer said, that's it! Instead of Instead of trying to make a deal and do something, that's it. No, 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 no. Not happening. So he pretty much shut it all down. So uh, do you think the American public is going to get behind Trump on this? How do you get out of, no, 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 I think sanctuary cities are okay. I think it's totally okay to uh, protect illegal aliens in cities and, and stuff like that. I don't think you should ever have to work with any kind of, uh, any local police or state police, work with the feds in, in deporting illegal aliens. How does that even make sense, right? Well, also out today, and I love when Martha McSally tries to tie herself to this bill. They never, they never give her credit in the media. It cracks me up. House GOP to whip Goodlatte bill, Goodlatte immigration bill today. 
If the vote count is positive, the leadership intends to bring the bill to the floor. This is the best of all the bills. It's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it has, you ready? The Good Lab bill has um, E-Verify in it. Isn't that just great? It has the pillars. It has the E-Verify. Uh, it has the wall. It has ending chain migration and the and ending the visa diversity lottery. It's not all perfect in how it gets there, but at least it's there. It's it's the the strongest bill we've ever had, at least in my lifetime. So they're going to whip it, meaning they're going to try to figure out who supports it, who's for it, who's against it. And if it comes out that they think they have the votes for it, because it's not going to be one Democrat that votes for it, by the way, which, by the way, will make them lose even more in November. If they get enough people supporting it, they're going to bring it to the floor for a vote. Of course, then what happens, it goes to the Senate, and the Senate will get their hands on it, and they'll probably want to change it around to make it the, the mushiest thing of all time. And then it goes back to the House, and they get in conference, they try to do this. You think this is all going to happen by Friday? Because the Senate's off next week. So McConnell said, this is it. This week or nothing. Now, what happens? Trump scared some of his base. Some. Right. When he offered, you know, 1.8 million illegal aliens a pathway to citizenship in exchange for the things that he wants. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. So, I, again, it was just put out there to show the Democrats are full of it. And I think it's going to affect the, the, the turnout for the votes. Now, when the Democrats balk at all this stuff and they still don't come to a deal. Trump's going to dominate the media in that aspect. He's going to dominate He's going to dominate not even the media. He's going to dominate the narrative because the narrative isn't what the media controls. It's it's what everyone hears, and it's on social media. It's everywhere, right? And he's going to say, "I tried. I tried really hard on this. They didn't. I offered them more than they even asked for, and they still said no. They only want to run on this. You vote for them. You're crazy. I wanted to solve this for you. I still want to, but I need more Republicans to help solve it for you. And like we have the soundbite of what Trump said at the retreat: If we want to get everything that we want, we need more Republicans." Otherwise, we're going to have to work out a deal and give a little bit. That's just the reality of the situation. So if all of a sudden these Democrats balk at this and they leave and Chuck Schumer, oh, no, no. don't you think then if Trump, if March 5th comes and granted the judge, the second judge said you, you can't stop the, the DACA applications. Why not? Why Why not? You can't stop printing them. What are you going to make them? I mean, Obama, didn't, he defied the courts all the time. But anyway, what if all of a sudden March 5th happens and uh, these illegal aliens really, they, they really are here even more. <laughs> They're here illegally even more. There's no protection whatsoever. You don't think that would fire up his base and go, you know what? He did what he said he's going to do. And we need to make sure we get this done the right way. We're going to come out in droves even more in 2018 in the midterms. Because it's funny. As of a couple of months ago, it was the Democrats are going to steamroll in November. I mean, the media in, in, in November, the media wanted to believe it. All this other stuff. Now, all of a sudden, the generic ballot is flipped. All of a sudden, support for Trump is like rising to new levels. Morning console poll had him at like 49%. Rasmussen, 49%. People are loving the tax reform. The Democrats are screwed. So people that didn't even really like Trump that much are going to see a difference in their paychecks. And they're going to realize, wow, this is pretty good stuff. More jobs, higher wages. And then all of a sudden, his base is going to come out in droves again saying, hey, you know what? You didn't give amnesty like you said. You stuck to your guns. That's it. And we, we want to make sure this is done the right way. Now is our chance. Let's like more Republicans. You got Trump in there. Let's make it. Maybe that's, again, I am just speculating here. 
But maybe that's been the plan all along because they realize the Democrats are not going to play ball. They're not going to make a deal. I mean, think about it. Hopefully you get Kelly Ward in there instead of Martha McSally. You get another pro-Trump senator in there. I mean, it goes on and on that way. I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd be great. You can comment if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. But that's what may happen. You may all of a sudden have people fired up because there was no amnesty deal. And all of a sudden, illegal aliens. I mean, you think all of a sudden, I mean, Trump won by saying this is it. And and he kind of went a little squishy because he ran on saying you go back and you come back the right way. You hear illegally, you go back. Now he's not really saying that. He's kind of offering the deal. And he's a deal maker. But he said, you go back, you come back, okay, right, right, okay. If all of a sudden that does happen, and he won the election, by the way, by being out there with those, this is the deal. You're not here legally, you leave, you come back. Big, beautiful door. You think that's really going to hurt the Republicans in November? The country overwhelmingly, counties, you name it, look at the map, the blue and the red, they voted for Trump. You take away California and New York, they voted for Trump. I think it's going to help. Right? I think it's going to help. That's just my take, though. What do I know, right? What do I know? By the way, uh, this is the dangerous thing. There was a, uh, a study done. What can the DACA population, if they get uh, amnesty, a pathway to citizenship, whatever it is, what could it do to certain red states like Arizona? I will tell you coming up in about uh, four minutes. Morning Ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. But we do. Hi, happy Valentine's Day. It's Trump Day. It's Wednesday. It's your morning ritual. 7.07 in the morning. Uh, it is, it's cloudy. It's a soup day. You can tell it is. It's gonna get, we're going to get some rain this afternoon, more rain tomorrow. So they tell me. Don't blame me if it doesn't happen, okay? Uh, anyway, it's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you... Need to know how about this one? Oh boy, number one, this is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Trump is the worst person ever. Leave it to, even though he really is, he's actually doing a really good job. But uh, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, literally destroying the Democratic Party. This is so good. The media as well is a red wave coming. Republicans are now plus one on the generic ballot. Back in December, they were fifteen points down. Now they are plus one. New political morning consult poll. And that's not a friendly politic, uh, Republican poll, by the way. Republicans have a plus one edge. Now, again, what does it mean? By November, who knows what's going to happen? But it shows that everything the media has told you is a bunch of garbage. Trump's job approval is at 47%. And that's, again, not it's not a Republican poll. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Nice job, Dems. Nice job. Is that breaking news? Uh, I'm, I don't know, I'm just going <laughs> to... It's news that we knew. Second thing that I think you need to know, Allie Miller uh, produced a 74-page 
document detailing the damage done by the Worldview Space Balloon Explosion. The damage is pretty crazy. A lot of pictures in this. I'll put that on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Uh, a lot of damage. Chuck uh, Huckleberry called it surface damage, but it was $200,000 in damage, and she wants an investigation, and it, there should be. Uh, there should be an investigation when a giant thing filled with uh, when hydrogen goes boom. I mean, that could be a danger to the community, right? Probably should make sure it doesn't happen again. Surface damage, not a big deal. We don't want any negative press right now. You know, because remember, Pima County... Gave the construction loan. We taxpayers paid for this. Pima County mortgage buildings to get the money to pay for the construction of this private company's launch pad. Garbage, that is. Uh, third thing, I think you need to know. What? What's, what, 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 what are you laughing? Garbage, that is. It is. It's garbage. <laughs> uh, like the it. U.S. Chamber of Commerce, showing their true colors, fires off a letter to Congress basically saying, If you don't get an immigration bill that lets us continuing to bring in cheap labor, no cuts to legal immigration, we will out you and try to destroy you with our members. They want, they said, you better keep, let us bring, keep, get legislation passed that legalizes the illegals, brings in more cheap labor, and doesn't stop any legal immigration. That is the Chamber of Commerce. That is their mindset. And let me remind you again, Leah Marquez-Peterson is running for Congress as a Republican here in CD2, and she is the CEO of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber, and they all have the same mindset. Three things I think you need to know. And you know, if Leah ever wants to come on again, I think um, no matter what I say about her, she she can call in. However, here's the thing. She better explain that bullcrap line she gave. What, what's chain migration? I don't know what it is. Because it's just insulting. So I doubt she'll ever want to come on the show again, okay? I doubt it. Um, now, we have Bill Murray. Bill Murray. You might want to get the number and call back during a break, but I don't want to put that right on the air just yet. Uh, Bill Murray goes on CNBC. So nobody really saw this because nobody watches CNBC, right? He's on Squawk Box on CNBC. And it's Bill Murray. You know, Bill Murray's a unique cat. I don't know if this is true or not, but I've read that he he doesn't have a cell phone. Uh, he has an answering machine. I mean, when you have all that money, what what's the difference? You can, you know, you could live by your own uh, your own beat. But anyway, listen, you have Hollywood and they have their opinions and they're nuts. They're out of their minds. Like just common sense, right? Just common sense. Bill Murray gave some kind of uh, some some very good common sense. Uh, they asked him about politics on CNBC, and Bill Murray was extremely honest. Uh, he talks about he talked about the beginning of the interview. He's like, listen, like every morning, it's like clash of the clans. I mean, you have one side battling the other side over and over every single morning, and it gets old. It does get old. Some people love the fight, but it gets old to a lot of Americans. They're like, oh, come on, that's why it's a turnoff. But that's what the politicians want. They want you to be turned off so you don't pay attention to what you're voting for when it comes election time. Anyway, um. He talks about a a writer, a good comedic writer friend of his, right? And this comedic writer friend of his is accused of being a right-wing writer. And in the midst of all this, he explains it and then calls out the Democrats. I want you to hear what he has to say. Okay, listen to this. Hit play. My friend who's a great comedy writer, Jim Downey, he's accused of being a right-wing writer, a comedy writer, if there is such a thing, Sarban. He says, no, no, I just think the way that the Democrats handle things is poor, where they try to pick out little pieces of a...
population than what we're, we represent, the Hispanics, we represent the LGBT or something. And they're not speaking to everyone at once. And it's almost demeaning to say, I'm choosing you because you're a, a splinter group or you're a certain minority group. That there's almost a resentment that somehow you're separated again by a politician. You know, that you're my people. Oh, you're, I'm in control of you. I represent wow. you. Instead of thinking that each, each citizen has a right to be respected as a citizen first, someone under the laws of the country. Wow. How about that? Seems pretty commonsensical to me. Does to me, too. But, I mean, even he had the guts. He's like, you know, what do they represent? LGBT or something like that? And it's, a, you know, there'll be the groups. You can't sit. He had no fears. Like, what the hell? Because that is right. They're the ones that divide. And then Bill Murray is just openly honest about tax reform. Listen to this. Well, I think the, you know, the high tide raising all boats, I think certainly the, the change in the tax laws is a great thing for the corporations. It's a fantastic thing. I'm, I don't pretend to understand what that will mean in the future in terms of the economy and what, what the budget will have to do to, to take care of what people call entitlements or whatever. That may or may not work, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'm, but I think in the first step, it's made things easier. I think people feel like there was probably too much regulation, and yet you just hope that they don't throw out the baby with the bathwater when they so with too, when breaking down regulations that somehow you know there's things that don't protect people inside of it. Sort of you know things that have been well observed and 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 serve us as citizens. It's refreshing to hear a celebrity that just has common sense, right, and isn't afraid to say something. I'm not going to say I'm, like, I'm an expert on this and I know everything in and out, but, you know, high tide raises all boats. It's great for corporations and companies. Gives more of their own money back. I mean, he knows how this works. And and I think, I mean, listen, it's just common sense. It's there. Nobody really else in Hollywood is, is going to say anything like, like that. And again, he's, what do I have to lose? What are you, you going to blackball me? <laughs> I mean, my money. Yeah, I'm rich. And what do you, you, you leave me alone. Caddyshack? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> So it's like, just leave it alone. And, and I mean, do you think that that's a microcosm of the way most people think? Hey, yeah, it's good to get my own money back, right? And I kind of, I didn't really touch on this yesterday at all. I'm watching uh, Fox Business a couple days ago, and they, again, they had people at a McDonald's in Chicago, and they did a, a big march. We need 15, we need 15, the fight for 15, we need 15. And they asked some guy, did... Did you get you guys right there? I work at McDonald's. This is what I do. One guy worked at McDonald's 26 years. I make 11 bucks an hour. Well, that's your fault for not trying any harder to get a different job. If it's okay for you to work at McDonald's for 26 years at 11 bucks an hour, that's on you, man. Well, what are they supposed to do? What other people do? Something Try harder. Yeah. yeah, step up. Um, They asked one guy. Have you seen anything in your paycheck? Any increase? He's like, nope, it'd be nice if I did, but I haven't yet. And he was one of the marchers. And I'm like, you haven't seen any increase in your paycheck. You don't pay federal taxes. You, I don't think, make enough to act. Remember the 47% of people don't pay federal income taxes? Oh, yeah. You have to make a certain amount to actually do that. 
Uh, you get all, all based on all the benefits you get back and everything else. You literally don't pay taxes. Of course, you're not going to see anything. You have to actually pay a lot of tax in order to see a difference in your paycheck coming back. Not even a lot, but a decent amount. It's just how ignorant you think all oh, is a tax break. Yeah, guess what? You don't pay taxes. So what are you going to get? What, what's the difference in your paycheck? Well, the problem there and, is, and, and maybe there will be with personal income going down, but you don't pay anybody to begin with. Sorry, go ahead. Well, no, but the problem is that that's that's what's used to to whip up the the uh, the hateful feelings against mm-hmm. this tax cut, saying it's only for the rich and it doesn't help the middle class. Well, how do you define middle class? Because I think they took the name middle class. Yeah, they want to say it's people that work at McDonald's yeah. for twenty years. Yeah, get out of here. Enough is enough. Thank you. So that's why. Look, and you get this. You get Bill Bill Murray saying it like it is. Yeah, the tax reform is good. And the Dems are catering to minority groups instead of all Americans. That's exactly how Trump won. Isn't it crazy? Bill Murray just gets right on there and says it. And you have these dopes in the media. And they're on Fox as well, by the way. And they just act like they still don't understand how Trump won, why he won, what actually could have happened to make this guy win. Because he was speaking to all of America. All of it. You know? Um, anyway. Uh, we'll continue. You can comment. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Was that phone call worth talking to or about coming up? Not yet. Okay. Just let me investigate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll be getting emails later. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, all right. So we will continue. Uh, and there's more that we have to get to as well, including, uh, do you remember the story about that stupid teacher out in California, who's also a councilman, uh, was it Greg Salcedo? He's the one that just, you know, do you have the short clip real quick? I know I'm throwing you off right here. The short one where he just basically, in the middle of teaching a class to high school kids, he starts ragging on members of our military for being stupid. And this is just part of it. Uh, yeah, this is just kind of what he said right here. A, 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 the 12th grader who's going to join the Marines decided to record him saying it and put it out there. And, and this guy's a teacher and a city councilman. Listen to this. Here we go. They're not like high-level thinkers. They're not academic people. They're not intellectual people. They're the freaking lowest of our low. Yeah, like Obama. That's what that. That's just a portion of what that guy said uh, in his class about members of our military. Well, there was a meeting yesterday, a council meeting, where people were pissed, man. I think 55 people showed up. 53 were against him, wanting him to resign. Um, I mean, they basically want him to quit his job or get fired from the high school as well. I mean, all this stuff. And he tried to bail himself out. Wait till you hear him try to defend himself and what people said to him at this meeting yesterday. Holy smokes. It is coming up in 5. 719 Morning Ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, Twisted Valentine's Day song. Come on. No. Ugly kid Joe. Yes. This is Happy Valentine's Day. Here we go. Ah, 7:26. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, by the way, it's going to be uh, rainy high in the upper 60s today. Rain looks like it's coming this afternoon, but it looks. I mean, look how great it is outside. Um. Looking good. Soup day. I say it a lot. Let's replay the first hour. Uh, I know, right? Uh, by the way, really quick, before we get to this teacher, we were um, requested to go to a high-level meeting yesterday. 
Uh, it was a kickoff strategy meeting with iHeartMedia here. It was just, you know, it was lovely. It was fantastic. We had lots of high-level people, high-level thinking, high-level everything, right? We strategy session, everything. Uh, you have the uh, the Trump tax reform. We just played the Bill Murray stuff, right? And he the tax reform is great. I mean, it, people are getting bonuses. It's happened. Uh, I mean, all these companies, $1,000 bonuses, raises, this, that, everything. I just want to thank our company, uh, iHeartMedia, at this strategy session, celebrating this whole situation as well. Uh, we were at the Roadhouse Cinemas. They gave us a theater. We had PowerPoints. You know, again, high-level stuff. Lunch. Lunch was included, which yep. is always nice. Very nice. And I want to thank them because we were at the Roadhouse Cinemas. Uh, iHeartMedia celebrating the celebration of the Trump economy by giving every single employee one ticket to go see a movie at the Roadhouse. $1,000 raises one ticket. Well, you're lucky because you left before they were given out, which I think was strategic. But I, I asked for you, and I got you one as well. So now you and I both have one ticket. And I, Why don't you take your wife? Why don't you take your wife? No, why don't you take your wife? Because... I don't want to take my wife. You should take your wife. Why don't you take my wife? Because I want to have a good time. Oh, that's not nice. I mean, Why don't you take your wife and you go and you have fun? Because- I will sacrifice my my $1,000 bonus in the form of one ticket to the Roadhouse Cinemas, thanks to iHeartMedia Tucson, the greatest company that God has ever created. Thank you, know, you so much. Y- you prep for a four-hour shay every- show every day. I, I do. You do a four-hour sh- show. I, sh- I, do. Sh- I do a shave, too. Coco yes. Shay. Yeah. Uh, you should go. No, no. It's, it's okay. It's... No, you're going to go. You know why you're going to go? Because I'm going to tell your wife. I'm going to call her right now. <laughs> hang on. Let me get her on the phone. Don't do it. And, no, uh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> um, but maybe it's a good thing because it is quite painful to see a movie with my wife because she's the kind of person that asks lots of questions. Well, here's the thing. As if I wrote the movie. <laughs> why did this happen? I don't. I, I Watch. Watch. <laughs> Don't you love when that happens? By the way, the question. I don't. Why? Why do? You, why did? Why is this happening? What did? He, what happened? Shh. What do I look like? The movie psychic? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. So maybe it's a good thing. Well, that led to a fight that I went. That happened. Uh, my wife went out to a movie. Yeah. And it was the Avengers, mm-hmm. and that happened. And I said, "Do well, I look like the movie psychic?" And that's the last time you went to a movie. And it was quiet from there on out. Oh, see, it works. Good for you. So maybe maybe they knew the company. They're like, you guys should not have a chance to take your wife or girlfriend. Just, on the ride home. Yeah. When we got home in bed, part of the morning the mm-hmm. next day, yeah. we hold grudges. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Yes, you'd, only if you knew what Ryan and his wife do. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's play this. Uh, but it's so again, love. But thank you, iHeartMedia Tucson. Very thoughtful to give one ticket to a, a movie. What do you want to do with these? I don't know yet. I think you should take them. We'll you know, if you're not going to take them, I'm going to give them away. We'll see. We'll see. All right, so uh, let's play this. Gregory <laughs> we'll Salcedo. Gregory, he is the guy, uh, the idiot teacher out in California. Leave it. Of course, it's California. Uh, where we played the six, play the six-second soundbite, if you don't mind. It's uh, number uh, 19. Number 19. Here we go. This, this is what he said. Caught, caught in, ca- in class uh, teaching and, and saying this. They're not like high-level thinkers. They're not academic people. They're not intellectual people. They're the freaking lowest of our low. Oh, that's nice. So their people are mad, and they should be mad. And he's a city councilman as well as a teacher. Would you like that teaching your kids? So um, it's in Pico Rivera, California, suburb of L.A. Uh, apparently, there was a resolution passed condemning what he said, asking for his resignation. And he's like, forget that. I'm not doing that. Listen to, listen to this. He tried to defend himself. 
uh, about what he said. Number 14. What he, This is what uh, he said to defend what he said about the, our military being stupid. Here we go. My goal as it relates to my students related to the military is to get them to do everything to get to college. Hmm. It's not just the military. I don't, want, I don't want them to work at a fast food restaurant either. And any comment related to, it's out of context. I'm talking about their academic standing. I, I don't think it's, it, it's at all um, a revelation to anybody that those who aren't stellar students usually find the military a better option. That's as plain as, it, as that it's Tuesday night. Yes, they're stupid. They have no pride in their country. They're just dumb and they can't get into college. They join the military. That's what this guy says. So the media unleashed 53 out of 55 people that spoke basically told him to get out of here and just listen. Here we go. This is a story from the CBS station out there in L.A. Here we go. Do the right thing. Be a man. Stand up. Apologize Ooh. and resign. Yes. They lined up by the dozens to berate Councilman Gregory Salcedo. The councilman, who is also a teacher, made his first public appearance since he was secretly recorded by one of his students at El Rancho High School making disparaging comments about the military. He sat mostly stone faced as a succession mm-hmm. of veterans and ordinary citizens scolded him. How dare you? How dare you stay there? How dare you have not resigned? The Marine Corps, the Navy. Ooh. It saved some of my friends, and some of them didn't make it. I'm angry at the comments that you've made. The freedoms that you enjoy was because of the blood that was shed for this country. Yep. The crowd was so large, city officials set up TVs and chairs outside to accommodate everyone who showed up. The first item on the council's agenda tonight, a resolution stripping Salcedo of his committee posts and a call for him to resign. If he had any respect for himself, he should resign. The community does not like what they've heard. The nation does not like what he's heard. They're not like high-level thinkers. They're not academic people. They're not intellectual people. They're the freaking lowest of our low. The yep. secret recording was made by Victor Quinones. The 12th grader did not attend the meeting tonight. An attorney for him urged the community to let Salcedo have due process. We feel that confronting Mr. Salcedo and his supporters this evening may be counterproductive. The resolution to strip Salcedo of his committee posts did pass and also on the call for him to resign, but he voted against the resolution and says again he has no intention to resign. The council does not have the power to remove him from office. There is now a recall effort underway. There you go. So maybe that'll happen. I mean, the guy needs to go. Uh, He's not fit to serve, uh, to to basically, I don't think, to teach. You can have your opinion. That's why you don't share it. You could really think that. This is America. Think any way you want. I disagree with it, but you have the right to think it. But you, you just try to brainwash the young people? What a piece of garbage this guy is. You can comment, 880-KNST, 880-567. We'll get your comments coming back. 734 on KNST, here's Fox. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave. Oh, yeah, my If team. you push his button... He'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yeah. Love it. Let's go, Garrett. Happy Valentine's Day. Sing it, sing it. I'm too sexy. I'm too sexy. Why should I want to let him do it for me? Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy. It hurts. It is painful. Anyway. It's Val- too tight. Twisted Valentine's Day songs because we just, you know, listen, it's not like the Obama years. Trump's in there. Things are going all right. He's setting the Democrats, in my estimation, up for a failure when it comes to the immigration reform. We have more. 810, you'll be shocked. You'll be absolutely shocked 
at Republican senators trying to say, basically, we don't need high manufacturing jobs. We'll get to that. Three things, though, I think you need to know. Let's bump this up to number one. I think this is a very, very big thing. Number one, um, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Republicans now lead by one point for the generic ballots. Who do you like better, Republican or Democrat? Democrats led by 15 points back in December. Now the Republicans lead by one. It was a morning consult political poll. Oh, boy. We'll break that down a little bit. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that um, Ali Miller is wanting to know a lot about the worldview situation. She's asking for stuff. Uh, Pima County puts out a report with a whole bunch of pictures. Chuck Huckleberry claims it's surface damage for $200,000. She said we need investigations. There need to be more. We'll see what happens when it comes to that. Third thing, I think you need to know, and this is uh, this is a another one right here. This is a this is a big one. Chamber of Commerce showing its true colors, sending a letter to Congress demanding they do immigration reform that lets them continue to bring in cheap labor to keep wages down. And to make sure that the market is flooded with workers to keep wages down. Chamber of Commerce. And again, Leah Marquez-Peterson, she, uh, the CEO of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber, same mindset, running for Congress. Yep, three things I think you need to know. All right, to react to uh, that dopey teacher, by the way. And again, this this teacher is a complete piece of you-know-what. I mean, this this Gregory Salcedo. I mean, what a pathetic answer he gave to try to explain. Play one more time. People just tuning in, if you don't mind, Ryan. Sorry, I'll give you the number. Um, One more time, and we'll get to the calls. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Number 14, defending his comments about the military being full of just dumb people, and it's his job as a teacher. uh, They're not academics. Obama's an academic. How'd that work out? It's it's even like a a rip to the actual word, academic, the definition of it. Anyway, this is what he said yesterday because he's a teacher and a councilman. They wanted him to resign. He said, no, listen, here we go. My goal as it relates to my students related to the military is to get them to do everything to get to college. It's not just the military. I I don't want them to work at a fast food restaurant either. And any comment related to... It's out of context. I'm talking about their academic standing. I, I don't think it's, it, it's at all um, a revelation to anybody that those who aren't stellar students usually find the military a better option. That's as plain as, it, that, as that it's Tuesday night. He said he was sorry his comments may have hurt people's feelings, but he never apologized for the comments. He said they were definitely out of context. Really? I think they speak for themselves, right? Well, he wants to get them into the college so they can get brainwashed. Yeah. Well, by the way, uh, yeah, like they're getting brainwashed <laughs> in his class. Yeah. Uh, why not have them go work at a fast food restaurant? Apparently, you can make a good living and raise a family, right? 15 bucks an hour. Nobody, oh, yeah. So, what, what do you hate people? You know, I say don't work at, you know, don't make your career at a McDonald's and people, oh, you're, you're horrible. You just don't get people. Who just And this guy says it and it's okay, right? Get out of here. Uh, let's start with Dave. Dave, welcome to KNST. Hello. Uh, good morning, sir. Uh, he's just jealous of the 1%, the 1% who put the uniform on, uh, retired a year and a half ago. Uh, by the way, along the way, I did earn a Ph.D. in physical chemistry, uh, <laughs> so I don't know about uh, what he's talking about. Plus, you're not in order academics. to qualify to, to raise your right hand, you have to be in the top 50 percentile on the standardized test. You, they don't take dummies into the military. I would hope not, considering the, the jobs that you guys have to do and the equipment that you use. I would hope not. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the Obama statement when he said, you didn't build that to business owners. Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, the, the, who built that? 
mm-hmm. if it wasn't the business owners. Yep. That's what it reminds me of, just a completely ignorant comment. An ignorant comment uh, that is basically, it comes from hatred. Yeah, and I have another point. So what does he want people to do? Major in something that ends in the word studies? Exactly. Social? Women's, gender, you name it. Feminist? Dave, thank you, man. Thank you for serving. I appreciate the phone call and the comment, man. Thanks for waiting, too. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Uh, By the way, he said, I'm a pacifist. He said he's gotten a lot of threats. He said, I'm a pacifist. Uh, I'm opposed to any sort of violence. If any of you try to do any harm to me, I'm not going to fight you. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's that. Isn't that that beautiful? What? I don't know if you can read that. Oh, uh... Oh, there was this teacher. He's oh, this guy's a foreign. Is is was in the army. This yeah. guy wouldn't make a pimple on a soldier's behind. <laughs> I know. I know. Listen, there's just some some really disgusting things, right? And that's uh, that's one of them. Uh, you have that, and people should they should just go. You should lose it on a guy like that. Well, not not violently, but you should just tell him exactly what you feel. It's America, right? He told people exactly what he felt. Time to give it back to him. It's funny how he doesn't like to take that, huh? Uh, and again, um, as the Senate is uh, going to apparently debating, uh, they're going to debate DACA today again, Im- illegal immigration, dreamers, all this stuff. They'll try to confuse all of them together. I just want you to know, and I wish they'd bring this up. And, and you know, maybe the president will. This horrific story that took place uh, where a three-year-old, a three-year-old was... In an ambulance with his mother being driven to the hospital. Right? And there was an illegal alien. Didn't have a driver's license. Drunk as hell. 27-year-old illegal alien, Jose Martin Duran, was so drunk, he crashed into the ambulance. Apparently, he hit it so hard, it rolled over. He tried to flee the scene, but a pedestrian uh, that was there, a witness, uh, stopped him. The three-year-old was killed. The mom has been treated and she's okay. The dr- ambulance driver, the paramedic, they're okay as well. Treated for injuries, they're okay. This this illegal alien killed a three year old in an ambulance on its way to on his way to the hospital. A three year old. Remember how the media made a big deal, and they should have, by the way, about that NFL player because I mean it happened last week. NFL player killed standing on the side of the road by an illegal alien driving drunk, right? Already deported a couple of times, that one. This guy's never been deported yet. And that makes it even more, in my mind, impactful because this guy would probably get the amnesty. He's got no criminal record except for the fact that he's probably been, I mean, didn't say anything about a criminal record, no DUIs in the past, nothing else, hasn't been deported and tried to get back in, nothing like that. Uh, he was so drunk, though, witness said he had bloodshot, glassy eyes, slurred speech, looked grossly impaired. They even realized that an ambulance was there. What would Jeff Flake, what would Chuck Schumer, what would John McCain, uh, Raul Grahal, what would they like to say to this woman? Because, again, you know, well, you can't just, you know, deport the people here illegally. I mean, you just, just got to let them in. It's their home. It's what they say. I want to know. I can't wait to find out more about this guy. What if this guy was brought here when he was six by his parents? What if this guy qualified for DACA? What if this, what if this guy was a dreamer? How do you sit back and say it's okay? Because you know what? It's the great point. What if this was the son of a member of Congress? What would they do then? What if this was Jeff Flake's son? It's, it's horrible. 
It it breaks my heart. I mean, it should break everybody's heart. Now that you know, it breaks your heart even more when you have kids. I have a five year old and a six month old, and you know, you're you're in an ambulance. You're this mom, and you're taking this your 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 child for an emergency ambulance to the hospital. And a drunk driver that happens to be an illegal alien shouldn't even be here in this country. Shouldn't even be here. Your kid would still be alive if the government did its job. Shouldn't even be here. And your child is now dead. Your three-year-old is now dead. It's it's heartbreaking, man. It is it is just disgusting. 880-KNST, 880-5670. We'll continue in five. KNST, AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Tom. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. 8.07. It's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Stimulation on Valentine's Day. For your brain. Your mind out of the gutter. Three things I think you need to know. <laughs> Number one. Yeesh. The media. Are they going to report on this? Or are they going to lose their mind? What's going to happen? Remember back in December, the... Generic ballot. We like better, Republican or Democrat. Democrats are up 15 points. 15. Well, apparently now it is uh, the GOP in the lead by a point. Uh-oh. Yes, this is a morning console political poll. Yes, GOP has a one-point advantage. A couple months ago, down 15, now up one. Why do you think that is? Plus, Trump in this is up to 47%. This is not a Republican poll, so it's probably somewhere around 60. How about that? Second thing that I think you need to know, let's do this, uh, is a second judge, an Obama appointee, said, listen, Trump, you have to do DACA. It's got to happen. This is an activist judge. His explanation is that Jeff Sessions erred by saying DACA is unconstitutional. Apparently, he thinks it is constitutional. Apparently, he thinks... It's in the Constitution for the president, the executive branch, to actually create laws. Yep, that's what he thinks. That's why it's unconstitutional, because Congress does that, not the president. But what this judge is a whack job, man, just a nut. Holy smokes. Third thing I think you need to know, Chamber of Commerce showing their true colors. U.S. Chamber of Commerce sends a letter to Congress threatening them, basically. You better pass an immigration bill that does not limit legal immigration and lets us bring in more cheap labor. Otherwise, you're going to get bad scores from us, and we're going to let all of our members know exactly what you're doing. I have it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. See the story, like it and follow it. See the story. That's the Chamber of Commerce. And again, I can't say it enough, Leah Marquez-Peterson. The CEO of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber, same mind, same same thought process, same mind, same thinking. You better believe it. Three things I think you need to know. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, what took place yesterday. A lot of stuff happens. I mean, again, Trump actually, we're used to moving quickly because we're in private business. It's expected of, uh, you know, of us. We, we have to solve problems. We got we to gotta do things. We got we to gotta get on the ball, you know. Government generally moves at the speed of a snail, of a sloth. 
Every day, Trump's doing something. And the media doesn't know how to get their minds around it. They call it chaos, but it's not chaos. He just has meetings. He does work. We do things. We have to accomplish goals. Let's get this stuff done, you know? So yesterday, the president had a meeting because the the Senate's taken up immigration, illegal immigration, I should say, right? They're trying to figure out this DACA dreamer thing, and I don't think anything's going to happen. McConnell said by Friday, because next week the Senate is off, Jeff Flake will come back to town. You can yell at him. Um, the president had a meeting where he had lawmakers sitting around a giant table, and he invited the media in. Conservative Treehouse, the conservativetreehouse.com has a story. He invited the media in. This is beautiful. Uh, he knew that these senators would be exposed for exactly what they are. He is gaining leverage over and over and over again, right? He had them go around the table giving their reasons why stuff needs to happen, what needs to happen with immigration, blah, 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 blah. And he, again, he said, media, come on in, roll on this. Go ahead. You guys have something to say? Say it before America. You work for America. And these idiots did it. It says here, one by one, Republicans took the bait. Not just Democrats, Republicans. They fully exposed themselves. Lamar Alexander, Mike Lee, Pat Toomey, yes, Mike Lee, Pat Toomey, Roy Blunt, all took turns telling Trump, quit trying to save American high-wage jobs, stop the whole national economic view thing, accept multinational corporate globalism. One senator that did it to the biggest level, Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. You know, look, Ron Johnson, he talked about the whole secret society thing, and he outed that. That's cool. Republican Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. He is a big business, cheap labor guy. That's what he is. You just heard Rush. Did you hear Rush? Talked about Wisconsin. Their unemployment rates is like down to 2%. This is before Foxconn's going to get in there and employ lots of people. They're putting $10 billion in Wisconsin, right? So you have all these things going on. Beautiful jobs. I want you to hear Ron Johnson make the claim to not bring back high labor content manufacturing to America. I swear, he told the president, there's no re we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't bring these manufacturing jobs back to America. What? I want you to listen. Uh, it is number 21. Uh, Senator Ron Johnson, and I put this on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. The whole story is there. The video is there. Check it out for yourself. Uh, and then Trump you might get scared because Trump uh, said, I agree with you. But then he, that's what he does. I agree. And then he goes on and owns him. Listen to this. Talk about jobs. Absolutely. We want the highest paying jobs. I think our, our, our tax reform is going to juice the economy. And with such a tight labor market, I think wages are already increasing. In Wisconsin, a big manufacturing state, in seven years, I have not visited one manufacturer that can hire enough people. That was certainly my experience in the last 20, 25 years. Pause it. For a whole... You, really? So you just heard that, right? You know, in seven years that I've been a senator, I've not visited one manufacturer that could hire enough people. Even in the down Obama years, they were looking to hire more people, increased costs from Obamacare, everything. Really? This is what... This is called a lie to set up what he... To try to back up what he wants to have happen. They can't hire enough people. Really? Way to hear Trump's response, but hang on, let's continue. For a host of reasons, we, we tell our kids you, got a four, four, you have to get a four-year degree. We pay people not to work. Mm. 
So we do need to be concerned about, in such a tight labor market, do we have enough workers in manufacturing? Pause it. Did so you hear what he said? Point, hang on, hang on. Do you hear what he said? For a host of reasons, we tell our kids, you have to get a four-year degree. We pay people not to work. Well, if all of a sudden, manuf- I mean, think about it, Ron. What the hell are you talking about? You pay people not to work, but you claim manufacturers can't find enough people to hire? So you're paying people, the government's paying people to not work, but manufacturers can't hire enough people. Well, then change the unemployment law. Well, maybe they can't hire enough because of the, uh, how much they'd have to pay out. Well, maybe that's it too. And And that's why he's cheap, big business, cheap labor. Let's continue. Here we go. So my final point is it makes no sense to me to try and bring back high labor content manufacturing to America. What? We need to do the value-added things. And so I, I just say proceed in, in, with real caution there. Hold it. Trade- yes, it makes no sense for me to try and bring back high labor content manufacturing to America. Why have jobs? We're paying people not to work. We need to do the value-added things. What does that mean? And I would just say proceed with real caution there. It's what he, because he's trying to stick up to give uh, amnesty to all these illegals that are here, flood the market, keep bringing in people with whatever visas you want to bring them in or compete with Americans to keep wages low. Because like what Ryan said, maybe it's because they can't hire enough people because they're paying so poorly. We'll see. Listen to this. Here we go. And so I, I just say proceed in, in, with real caution there. Trade abuses, address those, attack those, try and figure out how to address this massive oversupply in the steel industry, but do it very carefully because we, we have experience. You're right, Ron. I agree. Okay. I agree with you 100%. Uh, I, I do have to say that we do have a pool of 100 million people of which some of them, many of them want to work. They want to have a job. Oh. A lot of them do better not working, frankly, under the laws. And people don't like to talk about it, but you're competing against government. And they yeah. have great potential. They sort of want to work, but they're making less if they work than if they stay home and do other things. So uh, we have to address that situation. That's a big problem. But we have a pool of 100 million people, a lot of whom want to work. We will also have a very much more merit-based immigration policy where we're going to bring in people that are going to be great workers and really fill up Foxconn and all of the places. Like I was very instrumental in getting you Foxconn, as you know, and my friendships with that great company. Dude, all these Republican senators. This is the swamp. This is what Trump's dealing with. Why isn't he doing more? What's going on? I'm not trying to be just a Trump defender. But this is what he's dealing with. 880-KNST. 880-5678. And I love it. He, imagine if this was not broadcast. Imagine if, if he didn't say to the media, come on in and record this. You want to talk about open and transparent. By the way, I love when people call him, he's a fascist. What do you, can you explain the definition of a fascist, please? They don't know it. He's a dictator. Really? What dictator invites the media to record everything these guys say and broadcast it whenever they want? Is it the state-run media? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me right now? So it is so wide open. You want to talk about transparency. These guys are used to doing deals in back rooms, scratching each other's backs, all for their buddies that donate to their campaigns. That's all it is. I mean, it is being exposed now more than ever. That Republicans uh, have become big business, cheap labor, screw the little guy. And the Democrats were saying, screw the little guy. We don't care about the little guy. We only care about the illegal guy.
And nobody was caring about the little guy except till Trump came along. That's how he won. People, for some reason, still don't understand that. But it's there. Call them out. You have, a, you have a, a Republican that's saying this stuff. Holy smokes, this is... We don't want to bring the jobs back? What are you, insane? Look how many... How many plants are coming back from Mexico? Look how many car companies are saying, we're going we're gonna to build these plants. Look at Fox on Fox on, we're going to build these plants. Because they know there's a labor supply here. Think about it. Again, there's like 95 million people. Trump called it 100 million. 95 million people that are not in the workforce. They're just, they gave up. These are jobs. You hear the unemployment rate, it's very, it, it's, it's staged. You know, it's staged. So I just thought that was absolutely fantastic. If you go to Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio, you can see this story, see the video. Like me and follow me so you can see that. You could comment as well, 880-KNST, 880-5678. It's like a 30, well, it's longer than a 30-minute video. But these guys went one after another after another trying to tell him how it should happen, what we really need to do, right? What we really need to do. And um, I just, what? Were any of those guys, uh, you know, former former business owners that know supply and demand? I think demand? Ron Johnson, I believe, owned a business. Okay. But again, what do they want? They want the cheapest They want the cheapest cost possible when you run a business. I get it, right? I get it. But, I mean, you got to get Americans to work. And we, it's America first, and that's what Trump's sticking with. And he's just, I, I just want to point that out, too, to see exactly what he's run up against. And he probably got a little scared. He's like, I agree with you. Oh, yeah, I, I, I agree with 100%. But this is really what's going on right now. So there's that. 820. Uh, we'll continue. There's, oh, is there always more? We got to get to this this poll, this this breakdown of this, this poll. All of a sudden, the Republicans are in the lead. They are in the lead when it comes to the generic ballot. How did this happen? What is going on? This is remarkable. Is this being reported anywhere? We'll continue. I'll give you the details. We'll continue in five. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. He doesn't need to take a selfie because he thinks about himself all the damn time. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yeah, baby. Forget you. Happy Valentine's Day, 27. Thanks for hanging out. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow. Like me on Twitter or follow me on Twitter, Eric Garrett Lewis. I always put stuff up there. I'm good and funny and stuff. Um, it is going to be rainy this afternoon, it looks like. Rainy this afternoon. And it's going to be probably about 67 or so for the high. More rain tomorrow. Uh, get some coffee, get some soup, put on some Uggs. You're good to go. Now, I want throw me up over there if you do not mind, uh, Ryan. I appreciate that. Now, I just want you to hear a little bit more. 
This is what you want. This is stuff you're not going to hear anywhere else. This is from that meeting yesterday. See, China is dumping a whole bunch of steel, right? So they're trying to drive down costs of steel. They're dumping steel on us. And Trump's thinking about tariffs. What can we do against China? Uh, because they're trying to hurt us. And every other president has kissed China's butt, and Trump's saying enough is enough. Listen to, to uh, one lawmaker talking about this and then Trump's response. Here we go. Uh, Todd, do you have something to say? Mr. President, thank you for having us here today. I represent a state uh, that is not only a major manufacturer of steel, we have U.S. Steel, right. Arcelor, Mittal, and, and uh, others who are manufacturing it, but we have the downstream users, uh, which you alluded to. So clearly you understand the need that need to balance the two, yep. uh, come up with a balanced approach here. I think the main target, and I'll just speak plainly with you, sir, should be China. They're violating uh, the international rules, stealing our intellectual property. Yep overproducing uh, steel products and other products. And we've, and, and we've, we've spoken to them very, very strongly. We've told them that we have something coming up in the very near future that you know. Uh, but we've told them uh, it just can't continue. We have a trade deficit with China that I inherited, by the way. But we had a trade deficit of $504 billion, okay? So if you think of it, when you look at how well they do and how many bridges they're building and how many jets they're building and fighter planes, we did it. We did it. People that sat in my seat Mm -hmm. allowed them to do this. So we're not going to allow that. We're talking to them right now very strongly. And hopefully we'll have a great relationship. But uh, we're talking to them very strongly. Todd, you're right. It's It's a big percentage of our deficits. And the money that we've lost and the jobs that we've lost to China, it's unthinkable that people allowed that to happen. And this is over a period, not just Obama, this is over a period of many years this yep. has happened. So thank you very much, Todd. Yeah, we'll have more uh, throughout the show on this. Uh, that's America first. Again, you're not going to get that any other place. That's what we dig. We dig, we dig, we dig. Right? We find this stuff. And that's like, yeah, finally, someone's standing up for this. This is got listen, you go back to Obama, you go back to the, the Bush 43, to Clinton, and to the Bush 1. All these treaties, every, the trade agreements, you name it, all that. They're the ones. They, they let this stuff happen. I'll never forget I read a book where Bill Clinton actually let China, on American companies, um, sell satellite technology to China because they, they basically were out of customers in America, and they donated to the Clinton Library in Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, and he said, okay, fine, you could sell that stuff to China. So China has the same satellite technology as us. How does that make sense? Did you see the latest, by the way? You see, do you see the latest? Um, six U.S. intelligence agencies warn against using Chinese phones, Chinese smartphones. I don't pronounce it. Huawei, H-A-H-U-A-W-E-I. Heads of the FBI, CIA, NSA. And others told the Senate Intelligence Committee they would not recommend American citizens use smartphones from the Chinese company Huawei and ZTE. They're spying. Huawei is aware of a range of U.S. government activities seemingly aimed at inhibiting Huawei's businesses, a business in the U.S. market. Huawei is trusted by governments and customers in 170 countries worldwide and poses, uh, it says here apparently, Huawei said, no greater cybersecurity risk than any other vendor. However. That's not what our intelligence communities say. Six of them. They said that this company, it provides the capacity to conduct undetected espionage. It provides the capacity to maliciously modify or steal information. Chinese companies. So how stupid are we? We have these, uh, we, we let big business rule the roost. 
hey, why should we pay Americans to manufacture this? We could pay Chinese companies to treat their people like slaves and pay them, you know, pennies on the dollar to make stuff for us. They build communities for them. They have to live there. It's a horrible life. But we get the we get the profit that much more. Screw over Americans. Come on, I'm going to grease the skids of these Republicans and Democrats to make it happen. We get trade agreements. We make it happen. China goes, yeah, we'll make it. And you idiot Americans, we're going to steal all the technology. That's what they do, by the way. They steal the technology and they build stuff across the street to compete with the American companies. Building the same stuff, trying to sell it at cheaper prices. But they do that and then they rig these things so they can spy on us. And then we deal. I remember we had Mark Fincham in studio a couple weeks ago and I told him about these. And it's, it's at the U of A. It's at hundreds of colleges across the country. These Confucius programs where they push Chinese propaganda and they have Chinese nationals working on the campuses. And guess what they do? They collect intelligence. They collect all kinds of stuff and they spy and they bring it back to China. We're so stupid. We let this happen. You think China's going to let Americans just randomly go teach? Hey, we're going to have on uh, Chinese universities. We're going to, we're going to have a uh, capitalism, capitalism building and teach. Oh yeah. Right. And show what is China do? They grease. They, they pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to every university, including the U of A to be able to, to be there. Oh, we'll take the donations. Great. We'll take them. And then you can come in here and then you could steal from us. But as long as we get our money, we don't give a crap. We'll look the other way. All these universities, including the U of A, do that. It's ridiculous. Uh, 8.33. We'll have more because we always do. More coming back on, on this. I mean, because I mean, there are literally, I mean, what these lawmakers say is, is just, it's insane. It's literally insane. Uh, however, you may be surprised by this. One big-time amnesty lover. Remember I told you yesterday, uh, Democrats are already, sh- you know, they're breaking on the wall. Yeah, we want to call it a wall, we'll fine, barrier wall. We'll do the wall, no problem. I have no problem with the wall in certain areas, sure, sure, sure. Well, one big-time uh, Democratic uh, amnesty guy has given in on another pillar. I will tell you about that, and you can react as well. Coming up in about six right now, here's the latest on KNST from Fox. Hey, it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Poison for Valentine's Day? Why not? We're doing twisted Valentine's Day songs to come back. We call them rejoiners in the business. Okay? Bumper music. Don't, don't. I'm flashbacks to middle school. Elbiv DeVoe. Of course, they, they help find boys to men, right? Michael Bivens. Yes. Part of the Bell Biv DeVoe, <laughs> the Biv. Uh, three th- 842 uh, now. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, I'm going to tell you which uh, which Amnesty Dem is folding like a cheap... I was going to say cheap suit, but like a chair. Folding like a chair sounds good. I mean, right? It's cheap you don't table. fold a cheap suit. You can. Cheap. Shut up. Anyway, we'll get to that. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, amazing how this works, right? Uh, the media, they, they're just not even reporting. They're not even going with it. But apparently, the Republicans were chair, chair, uh, trailing in the generic ballot. Who do you like better, Republican or, or Democrat? Coming up in November. Who do you, the Democrats were up 15 points in December. Well, now it's Valentine's Day. Morning consult political poll shows Republicans up by one. But the blue wave. But the blue wave. Apparently, people don't like the whole amnesty thing. And they like their own money back and jobs and wages. So, hey, there you go. Second thing uh, that I think you need to know, an activist judge says DACA must stay. A second one. It's going to go to the Supreme Court, by the way. And they'll rule on it the correct way. 
But you have these activist judges. This one was put in place by Obama. He's out of New York, and he said, Jeff Sessions aired. He, I mean, I swear, you can't make up this stuff. He aired when he claimed that DACA is unconstitutional. He aired in concluding that DACA is unconstitutional. Uh, it is. The president, the executive branch, can't make a law. Congress makes laws. The president executes the laws. Dude, this judge, what an activist idiot. Third thing, I think, we'll go to the Supreme Court. Third thing I think you need to know, Chamber of Commerce shows their true colors, sending out a letter to Congress saying, do not end, get immigration done, and in it, we want to make sure you do not limit any legal immigration. Yeah, come up with a solution, meaning amnesty for the ones that are here, and let us continue to import cheap labor. That's your Chamber of Commerce right there. And again, Leah Marquez-Peterson running for Congress. She is the CEO of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber. Same mindset. What's chain migration? I don't, I mean, she admitted it right here on the show. Which like, I think we should have more people here. And she gave roundabout BS answers. So there you go. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, Luis Gutierrez, by the way. Get ready in just a, in, in a minute to hear Trump chew up and spit out Republican Senator Pat Toomey. All these Republicans trying to protect their, their big interests in big biz and everything else and not do America first. I have more examples of this, this great meeting, okay? More examples. This is, I find it fascinating. Is it boring? I think it's entertaining as hell. When you get the nuggets of gold, that's what people love, right? You see what these guys really believe Uh and and what they really want. Yep. So we'll get to that in just a second. Now, uh, Luis Gutierrez has said, uh, he's admitted, he said, "Uh, you know what? I'm okay. I'm ready to do E-Verify. You have other ones. He other ones ready to do the wall. Didn't he say he's gonna do the wall too? Did he say that a few weeks ago? I think he did also. Look for that. I don't know if we have the soundbite for it, um, but he's he's giving. He's cracking. He's cracking like a Tucson road. Okay, the holes are being exposed in Luis Gutierrez like a Tucson road or a Pima County road. Uh, Luis Gutierrez told a roll call. That's it. I'm ready to do e-verify. Wow. All of a sudden, they're all starting to do this now, aren't they? Uh-huh. Yeah. How about that? He wants to do that in exchange for permanent amnesty for so-called dreamers. Uh, Thomas Homan, acting director of ICE, told Roll Call, businesses routinely hire illegal immigrants without consequences, and they've been a major pull factor for illegal immigration. This is a big deal. This is part of the Goodlat bill that Martha McSally likes to attach herself to. So Gutierrez said, we got to do it, babe. We, I, I'm ready for it. I'm, he is all, I mean, they keep on doing it. Oh, yeah, you know, play, yeah, play, play the top one. He also said this about the wall, Luis Gutierrez. Here we go. Look, I think the wall is a monumental waste of taxpayers' money. But... And it's to build a, a monument to, to stupidity, and, and, and it's just idiotic. Having said that, yeah. if that's what it's going to take, in order to put 800,000 young men and women in this country, dreamers, and put them in a safe place and put them on a course to um, full integration in our society, if that's what the hostage takers of the dreamers, if that's their ransom call, I say pay it. And then, you know, that's all we need. So he's already given in on the wall. He's now giving in to E-Verify, but he said, I'm drawing the line at ending chain migration or changing it and the visa diversity lottery. I'm, that's it. No. Well, how long until he, he bends there too, huh? How long? How long? So we have that. That's great news.
And this is all Trump. Tom Cotton helps a little bit. Good level helps. It's all Trump. He's the he's the face of it, right? Uh, so let's move on. I want you to hear again. Trump standing up for America. This is incredible, incredible stuff. Um, Trump is literally. He here he is calling on. He had a meeting yesterday. Again, let me give you the background. Uh, meeting yesterday with a bunch of lawmakers about uh, this thing. This section 232 there was congressional steel caucus right section 232 stuff like that okay um they want trump to keep them in the loop if he's going to do anything to protect to protect domestic steel mills after our commerce department has called out china and others because they are dumping steel right so so sitting back trump's like well i'm gonna do everything to to protect America and American steel. And if it's tariffs and stuff like that, like we're getting screwed all over the place. Right? If, if we need to do this. So this, this is the one thing you could throw, um, uh, you know, he could he can use this. Um, he can use this and possibly do some tariffs uh, for uh, aluminum and steel and that kind of stuff to protect American work. From these uh, foreign countries dumping it to cheapen the price. They're doing it on purpose in China. They're trying to attack us. And these lawmakers, they just don't get it. Listen to Trump. Chew up and spit out Senator Pat Toomey of, of Pennsylvania. Listen to this. I would just urge us to go very, very cautiously here, especially with Section 232. Um, as, as you know, our defense needs uh, consume about 3% of domestic steel consumption. So I think it's implausible to believe that we're not able to meet the needs of our defense industry, which is absolutely essential. Imports in 2016 were 16% of domestic consumption. So the vast majority of the steel we consume, we in fact produce ourselves, which is the way I prefer it. And it is the case today. China was down to 2% of the 16%. So a very, very small portion. My my main message, Mr. But they President, had trans-shipping. And, and we they would ship to other countries, so, and their steel would come in from other countries right. so that you can't see where the steel is coming from. So, so, Yeah. Why didn't Pat Toomey mention that? Listen, China's down to just 2% of the 16% of the steel that we bring to this country. So I mean, don't, don't target. Don't target China. Please don't target them. Trump, you know, Trump, you know what? He's an idiot. He's a, he's, a, he's a buffoon. He's a moron. He has no idea what's going on. He's insane. He's got dementia. Pops right in there. But they have trans shipping. They're not stupid. They put their steel in other other countries, other places, and they ship it in from those places. It doesn't look like China's doing it. And then she would be, oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Why didn't you bring that up, Pat? Huh? So, so what I would urge is any country that is violating our trade laws and our trade agreements, go after them. Countervailing duty. That's all countries. If that's happening. <laughs> that's all countries. It's all when countries. But, but the 232 is a different matter. And invoking national security, um, when I think it's really hard to make that case, invites retaliation. That would be problematic for us. Well, yep. the word retaliation, Pat, is interesting. And I know you agree with this. We have so many countries where we make a product, they make a product. They pay a tremendous, we pay a tremendous tax to get into their countries. Motorcycles, Harley-Davidson. Uh, it goes into a certain country. I won't mention the fact that it happens to be India in this case. Boom! And uh, a, a great 
gentleman called me from India, and he said, we have just reduced the tariff on motorcycles, reduced it down to 50 percent, 5-0, from 75 and even 100 percent. And we have, if you are Harley-Davidson, you have to pay 50 to 75 percent tax tariff to get your motorcycle, your product in. And yet they sell thousands and thousands of motorcycles, which a lot of people don't know, from India into the United States. You know what our tax is? Nothing. Yep. So I say we should have reciprocal taxes for a case like that. I'm not blaming India. I think it's great that they can get away with it. I don't know why people allowed them to get away with it. But there's an example that's very unfair. And I think we should have a reciprocal tax. That's called fair trade. It's called free trade, because ultimately what's going to happen, either we'll collect the same that they're collecting, or probably what happens is they'll end up not charging a tax and we won't have a tax. And that becomes free trade. But he's an idiot, and he's stupid, right? Is this not remarkable? 880-KNST, 880-5670. More examples of him chewing up and spitting out all kinds of stuff. Plus, a school decides to ban the national anthem because it's racist. We'll get to that. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Sons, most stimulating talk. Yes. Hello. Valentine's Day. We're already at 9 o'clock. It's 9.08. Where did the morning go? It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 792, Sons. Thank you. <laughs> That's where it went. <laughs> Down the drain. Most stimulating talk. Uh, stimulation on Valentine's Day. Uh, he's just so offensive and rude. Anyway. You. There are three things that I think you need to know. And I seriously, you do need to know them. Number one, it's like magic. Republicans now lead by one. Lead by one in the generic poll. Who do you like better, Republican or Democrat? Where'd that blue wave go? Where did it go? Please tell me. I'd love to know where the blue wave... Where is it? Any idea? It broke. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, It came out early this morning, 540 Eastern Time. Poll. GOP gains on generic ballot. Trump approval ticks upward. Gains? How about leading? Yeah, 39% of registered voters say they support the GOP candidate for Congress in their district. 38% would back the Democrat. 23% undecided. Political morning console poll. Oh, baby. Remember, Dems had a 15-point lead back in December. Second thing that I think you need to know, a judge, a radical activist judge put in place by Obama. Second one that said, DACA, listen, Trump, you're wrong. Keep it going. He said, Jeff Sessions aired. When he made the decision that DACA was unconstitutional. How, how do you, how could be a lawyer, a judge, and say that? The executive branch doesn't make laws, they execute them. Obama made the law himself. Remember how many times he said, I can't just wave my, my hand and say, you guys are legal now. I just can't do that. And then he did it. That's unconstitutional. It's going to the Supreme Court. It's, it always was going to. All these activist judges, they don't care. They don't care. They're just as nuts as the Dems. Anyway. Third thing, I think you need to know, Chamber of Commerce showing their true colors, sending a letter to Congress saying, you better get immigration done, and you better not limit any legal immigration, and we want to keep bringing in cheap labor, and that's just the way it's going to be. That is the Chamber of Commerce. How anti-American, anti-capitalistic is that? Uh, And remember, Leah Marquez-Peterson, the Republican running for Congress, head of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber, same mindset. That story's on my Facebook page, Facebook page. 
dot com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. I even tweeted about it at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. Uh, you should do something about that. Like follow me. Three things that I think you need to know. What are you, what are you trying to do over there? Trying to look up the judge. What do you mean? Yeah, uh, somebody said the judge was appointed by Clinton. Uh, no, I heard he was. I, I I read that he was appointed by okay. Obama, but right. but whatever. You Can I call that guy know? back? I I I don't. I was. That's why I was looking. Not you, the guy. Oh yeah, the guy. That guy. That, that guy. I'm gonna call this guy back. That guy. Uh sure. Why not? All right. Why not? Uh, and as you're doing that, I will uh, play this this uh, video. Did you hear about this? Uh, there is a imagine all the craziness comes from California. I mean, we do like every day; it just gets reinforced over and over and over again. Honestly, I'm cool with them leaving America. Like, I what 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 do we need them for? Uh, I really believe we have better beaches on the Gulf Coast. There there are right. Um, there is a uh, there's a story. There's this this high school, um, San Ramon's California High. It's an East Bay High School. Of course, it is. It's the San Francisco Bay Area. Apparently, the students, one of the students is like, oh, my God, there's a verse of the national anthem that is racist. It's a verse that nobody sings, celebrates. And there's been there's been a controversy for a long time about what exactly uh, Francis Scott Key meant when he wrote it. Anyway, this student found it. And even though she's like, nobody says it, nobody acknowledges it, nobody does anything. It's part of the original Star Spangled Banner National Anthem. It's racist. We're not going to have the anthem anymore before our pep rallies. An American high school in California. No more no more national anthem because it's racist. I want you to hear the story from the ABC7 station in San Franfrico. Uh, this is it starts with a student that's upset. Here we go. The rally started and it got going and I realized there was no national anthem. For California high senior Dennis Fiorentinos, the omission of the Star Spangled Banner was unusual since rallies traditionally start with the national anthem. He was told his student leadership removed the song due to what many consider to be racist lyrics and the unsung verses. In a letter to the school paper, student body president Ariana Kermanizade specifically noted the third verse, which in part says no refuge could save the hireling and slave now i've never heard of that before have you ever heard of that that part of the anthem this story something similar came out a while back and i did see it but it's like like she said nobody ever sings it nobody ever does it it because it's horrible they took it out and what it does it mean no refuge could save the hireling and the slave okay i mean how would you take that i mean i guess you want to kill the slave i don't i don't know but it the whole thing's racist. Maybe as in, like, maybe no refuge as in, you can't hide, so you must be free to to free yourself. Interesting. That's what I'm Scott saying. Keith. I, know, I that, know. That's what I'm saying. There's a controversy. Nobody really knows. There's all different interpretations of what he meant when he wrote that. Yep. But this Osman Azadeh girl knows what it is. Listen. Kerman Azadeh wrote, This verse, translated, finds joy in the killing of African Americans. Really? To think that our nation's anthem once had the word slave and land of the free in the same sentence leaves me speechless. Oh, high school students. 
High school students. They know it all. East Bay, yeah, they do. But Dennis has a different take. Uh, the importance of singing the national anthem to honor and respect those that have died and sacrificed their lives to protect the freedoms that us Americans take for granted every day yep. is a much more important and unifying issue. Cal High has struggled with racial issues before. Yep. Two years Listen ago, racist graffiti was found on campus, including the bathrooms where someone scrawled whites above one toilet and colored above another. Oh, the parents we talked with say the national anthem is... <laughs> Is sacred. How yeah. can you start any event without having the national anthem? They have to do the national anthem. This is a respect for the country. Yeah. As for the district, a spokesperson says it just learned about the student leadership's position on the national anthem and is looking into it. In yeah, looking, we're looking into it. Excuse me. You're looking into. It. You can throw me down over there now. Um, you're looking at. Where are the adults? The teachers? Hey, yeah. You know what? You can have that thought, but you're going to sing the national anthem. You're an American. And nobody has to force you to do it, but we're going to play it before the pep rally. I don't care if you're this little, you know, this little 17-year-old, they think you know everything. No. Just because you think it's wrong doesn't mean everybody must miss out on the national anthem. Get out of here. 880-KNST, 880-5678. So we have that. I'll put that on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. It'll be up there. Now, uh, there's other stuff. Again, the immigration, everything. We're playing the the uh, the meeting that Trump had yesterday, playing uh, him chewing up and spitting out members of Congress as they try to say, please, no tariffs. Tariffs are bad. This is terrible. It's going to be bad. It's going to be. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about this? And he just points stuff out that they don't want to bring up. It's been absolutely epic. Um, you, you had uh, Ron Johnson say, we don't need to bring back. It makes no sense to bring back high labor manufacturing jobs. What? We, we played all those sound bites, and you have the immigration debate going on as well. It's all involved, right? All encompassing. Um, it looks like there's really not going to be anything done this week, even though it's a freewheeling immigration debate on the Senate floor, right? Uh, nothing is going to be done. Uh, I'm just letting you know right now. They have stupid bills they're trying to talk about. And the president said, hey, if uh, anything comes to my desk that doesn't have the pillars that I want, gone. Now, it bothers me the president never mentions E-Verify. One, th- one bit of news is that apparently today... On the House floor, they're going to whip the votes, meaning who who is supporting this and who is not supporting this. They're going to whip the members of Congress to find out who is supportive of the Bob Goodlatte bill, the one that McSally tries to attach herself to all the time and the media never gives her credit, which I find to be hilarious. And that one has E-Verify in it. It's getting rid of chain migration. Uh, it is getting rid of, uh, it's building the border wall, ending the, uh, ending the visa diversity lottery, and making sure E-Verify works. So uh, Mike apparently is a business owner and actually does E-Verify. Mike, thanks for calling in. Welcome to KNST. How you doing, man? Hey, Garrett. How you doing? All right. So you're a business owner. Small business, I'm assuming? Medium? Yeah, we have a small business. Here. We're in the restaurant business. We've been in the business for about 20 years, and we have several locations. So we have always participated in E-Verify for, since its inception. We've um, In the last, I'm going to say, 17, 18 years since they started E-Verify, we've always participated. We Last year, for example, um, we're a high turnover business because we're in the restaurant business. Last year, we mailed out 180 W-2s. That's how many employees we went through in okay. one year. Wow. So multiply that by 17 years, we're talking about thousands of employees, right? Yeah. Um, never once, Garrett, never one time in those years have we ever put an employee to work without going through E-Verify. Never in the one time, not and, once. And have you had um, people fail? Have you put information in and it turns out they're not here legally? 
Absolutely. Yeah, we've had them bounce back where they're not here. Though um, It's so easy. It takes less than five minutes to do it. You can do it on your smartphone. You can do it on the computer. You type in the person's information, driver's license numbers, um, green cards. A lot of times people will have green cards. You can put that information in there. Um, or passport information, uh, that type of information, documents, go through a federal database, kicks it right back to you, tells you they're either good to go or they're not. The worst thing that's ever happened with employees where there's a question is it might take 24 hours to get it back, but it's never taken more longer than 24 hours. So for business owners to say that it's a burden or that it's burdensome is ridiculous. It is not. It's simple. It's easy. We consider it our... Uh, our responsibility to do that. We don't want to put illegals to work. Um, we think it's bad for the economy. What do you? And, what do you? Uh, what do you do? Uh, well, hang on. For, you, you know the reason they say it's burdensome is because they want the cheap labor. That, well, that's, of course, you know, it's we know that. The reason that you don't want people to have to register to vote, yep. you know, to have ID to vote. It's the same thing. It's the, it's about bringing in voters. Let me let me let me ask. Let me ask you know, you're right, but let me let me ask you this also. When when uh, they fail, what are the documents they provide you? Because I'm sure they look well, they, real. They they will send you back something from E-Verify that says that this employee is not eligible to, and then you instruct the employee to contact E-Verify themselves. They're the oh. ones that have to straighten it out, not you. Oh, if that... there's an issue with them that, that they can't clear through E-Verify, it's up to them to straighten that issue out with uh, E-Verify. It's very simple and easy to do. Like I said, it takes less than five minutes on the computer. You just enter in their information, and it kicks it right back to you, and tells you that they're good to be hired or it'll tell you there's an issue now yeah here in arizona it got passed in 2008 to make it mandatory but nobody really enforces it no and so that's the other thing i would tell you about is that in all those years my wife is scared to death to put somebody to work without going through you verify in all those years we have never been audited never been checked never been asked by a government agency Mm -hmm. never once have anybody ever said Hey, let me see your employee records. Um, you know, do you have I-9s on these people? Because that's what they're called, I-9 for. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have I-9s for these employees? So if they want to stop illegal immigration and really put a big dent in it, the easiest way to do that is to do workplace enforcement, walk into a business and say, I want to see all the I-9s for all your employees that are working. Where are they? That's it. That's it. And if people don't have an I-9 for an employee, and they're putting somebody illegal to work, you find them. Boom. See, and you know, they, they did this in, in California a couple times the last month. They did it in a bunch of 7-Elevens uh, in different parts. And, of course, some of the people, oh, this is just unfair. You're targeting people. But you're a business owner. Well, I mean, of course you're targeting people. You're yeah. targeting people illegal that aliens. in the country illegally exactly. working, taking jobs away from Americans. Of course you're targeting them. What's wrong with that? Exactly. You know what's interesting? I found a Cronkite news story. I remember looking up this when when Trump got in the race and just to get my ducks in a row, and I just found it again. A Cronkite news story from January 6, 2013, right? So this is, this is you know, five years ago. Um, now, again, by then, it was a five, the program was in place for five years. And you want to give your mind blown. It says here, the Arizona Attorney General's office reported only two E-Verify cases since the law took effect in 2008. <laughs> Out and check. Exactly, and mean, that's because we have. Could, you know, you could you could make the same case and say, well, nobody's getting tickets for cell phone usage in their cars. I mean, we yep. see people texting and using their cell phones exactly. everywhere. The fact that they're not being checked and not being stopped or ticketed is why the reason why it's not being enforced. It's you can or, they, or you can make the same case about people coming over the border. Right? They're the reason that they're here. You know, you could you could say that, that we know the reason they're here is because nobody's arresting them when they come across the border. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to stop people from
from coming to this country, it's really easy, and you do it at the source of where they get their money from. Everybody has to get money from somewhere. They're either getting it from working illegally under the table or, or without papers, without documentation, or they're getting it from government agencies. If you cut that off, then people are going to go home. Uh, in this story, real quick, there's a, a, an attorney named Julie Pace, and she's represented business groups in a challenge of, uh, of uh, the Arizona E-Verify law. And said Arizona hasn't got, chosen to go another path and hasn't spent any resources verifying whether people are actually using E-Verify or not. And maybe that's right. because we have we had Janet Napolitano, we had Jan Brewer. Even though one's a Dem, one's a Republican, uh, they both wanted business to succeed and were a little soft and squishy. And Jan tried to act all tough. And then you had Doug Ducey. Doug Ducey's a big business guy, cheap labor. He's part of the he's part of the establishment. Um, so he doesn't want businesses to be stopped by this. No, oh. and what's really cool about this here is you look at the polling and what's going on out there. They're, they're not going to get anything done on this immigration bill, and the reason is is that Republicans are just as complicit in this as Democrats, yep. and the American people have had enough. They're seeing through all the BS, and they know exactly what's going on here. And eventually we are going to get the law, and we're going to get these laws passed. I would urge people to um, get people to support what um, McSally and Goldflat are putting forward because – it does have the e-verify component in it. For business owners to say that it's onerous or that it's cumbersome and they can't do it is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you're just complaining. You just want to cheat the system. That's all it is. Yeah, let me ask you, they, let me ask yeah you. they just want cheap labor because the people that are hiring cheap labor or hiring illegal spirits, they're benefiting yep. from it. They're benefiting, they're benefiting from that to the, uh, uh, to the detriment of the businesses that are following the law. The people that are following the law are having to compete for that same labor and it just makes it tougher for them. No, I mean, uh, you, I don't want you don't have to say what business you you own, but it's a restaurant business. You said, right? Right. Okay. Um, so it's a restaurant business that you own. Um, how tough politics, is it? How hang on, how, how tough is it to do business? Never a good idea, Gary. Well, I, I I I'm with you. That's why I don't want you to scare away customers and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, how tough is it to do business in Tucson? Uh, it's real tough with labor right now, particularly since they made uh, since they raised the minimum wage to where it is. Because you're having to pay 16 and 17 year old kids the same thing that you're paying young adults. Yeah. So the minimum, and so the employees that deserve more money can't get more money because you know you know I don't know if people look, but out there in the restaurant world, it's hand to hand combat right now. Um, it's very very competitive, and you, you have to do everything you can to keep your costs down and provide good service to your customers. You have to have you know, employees in your in your businesses to to provide good customer service. So it's hand to hand combat out there. The people that are really suffering from the higher minimum wage right now are the more uh, the the young adults that are doing this as um, not something they do part time. Paying sick pay and ten fifty an hour to high school kids is absolutely ridiculous. How has the any idea how the tax reform is going to impact your business? No. Um, we haven't we haven't uh, finished our taxes for this year, so I really don't know what the bottom line of that is going to be. Well, it's going to be hitting you more next year um, with yep. the lower rates and stuff like that. But well, uh, it's effective for 2016, I believe, because it was signed before the end of the year. Yeah. Well, and it just started February 1st, so I mean, it, you know, it's it's. Uh, well, the withholding started yes. February 1st. Yes. I believe the tax laws, the changes to the tax laws, are effective for 2016. Did they uh, they retroacted? I didn't see. Okay. I believe they are because they were signed in December. Well, you got to make sure that your uh, your tax guy does your work for him and earns his paycheck. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have a good tax person. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Very. Listen, man. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, I, you know, I, I really think that people should be demanding e verify, and that's the, that's the reason why I called you because I I think that the yeah. citizens. 
really need to realize that this is a big sham put on by people. And, and I would think that the people that are really fighting against E-Verify at the end of the day are probably the same people that are open borders people. It's all the same. And again, E-Verify, the fact that an illegal alien knows they can get a job is, is like the reason they're coming here. So it's a, it's the light on the course. Yeah, right? I mean, it, you could say you want to uh, listen and chain migration. I get you. And the diversity lottery. I get it. Just as important is and, and maybe even more is the fact that illegal aliens come in because they know they can get a job. Uh, if they know they can't get a job, they're not going to try to sneak over the border. It's not worth their life. They can't make it here. Well, look how much trouble Romney got in for saying that, Jared. It's yeah. time that we speak the truth. That, it's just it's just common sense. If people can't work and they can't get government benefits, they're going to quit coming here. Let me ask you, do you, do you talk to any other business owners here in town? Oh, sure. How many of them are secretly Trump supporters that think the way you think? They're not secretly Trump supporters, Garrett. Anybody that owns a business in this country right now is a Trump supporter. I don't, in Tucson? In Tucson, though? There, you really there, think so? There's very, you know, there's there there are people out there that, you know, I mean, there's people of different political stripes, but the majority of people that are providing jobs to people and in all these things there are the things that go on with health care our health care costs went through the roof to the point last year that my wife and i actually dropped our health insurance that we've had for over 15 years because we couldn't afford the premiums anymore we're now on medishare oh we still have a few employees that are enjoying health care but for the most part i quit offering health care to my employees a few years ago because we just can't pay the premium but you're anymore. you're rich business owners you should be able yeah, to do that right straight up hourly wage now and they're the ones that suffered so i had five employees that lost health care i didn't take it away from anybody that worked for me but what i did is i replaced employees i did not offer the health care benefit yeah, i but, just paid them straight uh, up hourly wages you just can't afford it no, right? you know you and can't all these policies go downstream because all the businesses that we do business with the people that provide us services and goods, food, and everything that we use, they have to deal with all this stuff, too. So costs just keep increasing upline to us, and we're the final person that puts it out yep. there to the public, and we're the ones that pay the price. Yep. So, but, you know, I mean, uh, all these Democrat policies are catching up, and the American people get it. And the very idea that there's very many business owners out there that aren't Trump supporters is ridiculous. You know, that you're giving me hope. Last one, because the Chamber of Commerce fired off that letter. To, to try to make sure they can keep getting in their cheap labor. Are, you know, you're a business owner here. Are you a member of the Chamber of Commerce or no? I am not. Were you ever? Uh, I was years ago, but it's, it's a joke, Eric. They don't do anything it's for a, you, do they? It's a coffee clutch, yeah. man. It's a bunch of people that sit around and, and pat each other on the back, break their arms, patting each other on the back. I mean, I'm sure there's some benefits to it. In my particular business, I really don't see any any uh, any. Uh, uh, any benefit for me belonging to that. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, um, real quick, any of your fellow uh, business owners ex- uh, mad at the policies because they want to make sure they keep costs down and hire the cheapest people, which could be illegals or anybody else that keeps wages down? Mm, not that I hear of, Garrett, but I, you know, I hate to speak for other people. Why not? Um, but, I mean, keeping costs down is what we do. That's what we yeah. always try to do. Mm-hmm. We try, you know, any business is trying to provide... It's a very, very competitive world out there, particularly in the restaurant business. Yeah. And, you know, you always want to be the, the, the cheapest guy on the block that's providing a good quality product and good customer service. You know, that's what you're striving for all the time, day in and day out. That's what we work for. And uh, you have to in order to be competitive in the world. But hiring cheap labor, um, you know, is, and is not the answer because it just drives, it 
drives the wages down for all Americans. Yep, you're right. Hey, hang on for me. I want to find out uh, for, off the air uh, what you want, because I want to I give you some money. Hang on for me. Incredible insight. We'll continue. Uh, we're really late, but don't go anywhere. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. We know you're thinking everything he's saying. Well, except for the crazy stuff that's flying out of his mouth. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. Tainted love. Do it. Come on. Run away. I've got to what? Yes. Okay. If we're doing a twisted... Um, Valentine's Day songs, because we find it funny, because we're twisted. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, watch out, Democrats. Chuck and Nancy, you've blown it. You screwed it up. (laughs) Republicans now leading in the generic ballot poll. They were down 15 points. Who do you like better in your area, Republican or Democrat? Just just tell us. 15-point lead for Dems in December. Now it's plus one edge for Republicans. It's a morning council political poll. Trump in that poll up to 47% approval. Up to 40, what? More on that coming up. Uh, Second thing, I think you need to know. A ridiculous activist judge said, DACA, you know what? Trump's got to do it. I rule against him. Second one, this judge put in place by Obama said, uh, I think uh, I rule this way because Sessions aired when he said DACA is unconstitutional. How can a lawman say that? A, a law prof- uh, He's a lawyer. He's a judge. Presidents can't make laws. They execute laws. Congress makes laws. DACA was created by the president. It's just, anyway. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. I'm predicting they will, they will say, no, this can end. Third thing I think you need to know, Chamber of Commerce showing their true colors, sending a letter. To Congress, threatening, saying you better get immigration reform that does not stop legal immigration. We want cheap labor. We want to keep importing cheap labor. And you better give some amnesty. That's basically what it said. It's on my page. It's on Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Three things I think you need to know. Now, really quick on this uh, this generic ballot. 39% of registered voters said they'd support the, the Republican candidate for Congress in their district. 38% would back the Democrat. 23% undecided. Voters split evenly along party lines. Democratic voters break for their party 85 to 5. Republicans 84 to 8. Independent 26 would vote for Dems, 25 for Republican, 49 undecided. So it's very close in that aspect, except with all of a sudden, if the Dems really hang their hat on illegal immigration and amnesty, are they going to show up in the polls? If Trump wins this, Republicans, I think, are going to outperform democrats right wouldn't you think so wouldn't you think i i would think so right um one more example mike lee trump again this he's doing a round table because he might throw some tariffs on steel and aluminum because china's dumping it here driving down the prices and he's like it's just not fair and he wants stuff going on now all these republican members of congress are trying to convince trump that you should not have these tariffs because it's just not right to improve. It's going to make everything more expensive, blah, blah, blah. And he's hitting them back with reasons why, you, listen, you got to protect American workers. You got to do this. Why is it fair that, again, Harley Davidson builds motorcycles, pays a 75% tariff into India? They got to pay 75% tax to get their bikes into India to sell them. India makes stuff, they pay nothing to get into America. How does that make sense? Throw me up over there if you don't mind, Ryan. Here is the Trumpster with Mike Lee. Here we go at the roundtable. 
regard to this proposed action is that there's so many things manufactured in the United States, there's so many jobs attached to so many things manufactured in the United States that use steel and aluminum as inputs. Now, in the case of steel, we're talking about 16% uh, that's imported, but the availability of those imports and the absence of additional duties on those means that those goods can be manufactured and sold uh, more cost-effectively. That keeps a whole lot of people, including a whole lot of voters in each of our states, a whole lot in mind, certainly, uh, in jobs. And hang on, Trump's going to get on there. Remember, he's stupid, he's a buffoon, he's dumb, he doesn't know anything. If you've listened all morning, we played the different sound bites of him literally taking down these arguments one by one. So even though there may be some job winners from an action like this, I strongly suspect that, as has at times been the case in the past, you would end up with net job losses in the United States, and that, that's what yeah. worries me here, particularly in light of the absence of what I can see as an, a real national security threat. Only 3% of what we're able to produce domestically is what's needed for our national <coughs> security reasons, and I think that ought to be taken into account. Now, that number's account. going way up because of our big military spending now. You know, we something we all agree on. We had to do a lot of work for our military. Our military has uh, not been taken care of properly, and now it's being taken care of properly. So that 3% number will be going way up. But uh, at the same time, it's not a tremendous, you know, it's not a percent, as a percentage, it's not a tremendous number. I will say this, steel and aluminum are interesting. It will create a lot of jobs. Uh, I believe that some yep. of the dumpers will the eat dumpers. a lot of the tax themselves yep. because they do it to keep people working and we do it for that and other reasons. Uh, but I will say that a finished product is a much simpler thing. As an example, Germany sends us cars. We send them cars, they practically don't take them. I mean, how many Chevrolets do you see in the middle of Berlin? Not too many, folks. <laughs> Not too many. Uh, but they send Mercedes, they send BMW, they send them over here in tremendous numbers. Uh, Japan sends us tremendous numbers of cars. They also make cars here. And the way there's no tax, all they have to do, Mike, is very simple. They do a factory here. There's no tax. Now, all of a sudden, there's no tax. So they'll build factories here in order to avoid the tax. There you go. But with cars, Jobs. with television sets, with things like that, <laughs> where they're dumping them on us. We don't make television sets anymore in this country. They come from South Korea, and they come from, to a lesser extent, Japan. Most of them come from South Korea. It's not fair. And I believe that we should have reciprocal taxes on that. Likewise, that's a different product. That's a much simpler, you know, we did it with the washing machines, as you saw a couple of weeks ago. It's had a huge impact on that industry, a huge impact. And by the way, you know what's happening? The people that made the washing machines outside of this country are now expanding their factories in the United States. Yep. So they don't have to pay the 25 and 30 percent tax. Oh, man. And the same thing's happening with the solar panels. Uh, we're starting to make, we had 32 companies, I think we're down Gary to two right? We made solar panels, but every one of our companies was wiped out. And I have to say this, and this is agreed to by, we made a much higher quality, a much better solar panel. We make them better, but we couldn't compete. Now, and we've had a lot of good things, a, a lot of places are opening up, they're starting to make solar panels again. So with a finished product, it's a little bit different. But again, with steel and aluminum, which is what we're talking about today, you know, it's, good. it's a good point, Mike, you're right. Uh, the question is, would you rather pay a little bit more and create <coughs> jobs all over the country? Uh, and it's possible you won't be creating, really, you won't, you won't be having much of a problem in terms of pricing. Because I actually think a lot of the countries are going to eat it 
because they want to continue to, you know, export. And they're making a fortune. I mean, think about it. Well, no, that's not right. I'm sorry. How many American companies have decided to not export their product across the world and pay the tax to make sure they get it in there? He mentioned Harley Davidson. He mentioned others. They do it. They, they, you know what? Here we go. We're going to pay the price because we got to sell these products over there. All these members of Congress, Republican senators and congressmen, trying to push the, the globalist view, even Mike Lee, trying to push the globalist view. Ah, you know what? We got we we can make it. We can get them cheaper for you know if they made other places where they pay less. We it could be cheaper. Dude, and it started with Ron Johnson. This whole I'll, this whole video, it's on my Facebook page uh, with the article from Conservative Treehouse, uh, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it. You will see. We'll continue in four. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.